podcast. Dun, dun, dun. Let's podcast. Yes, we are podcasting today. We are remembering uh, the voice, the talent, the times of David Bowie. Uh, he passed away just weeks ago, and it's one of those deaths that made uh, everyone feel bad, I believe. He touched our lives in so many ways, so we're going to be talking about uh, his life, his work. I'm going to do a musical tribute to David Bowie. I'm going to be singing one of his biggest hits live in front of a live audience. And then uh, I believe George Michael from Wham, who actually knew David Bowie, is going to be calling in to... I don't know why he's calling in. But you know it's going to be annoying, and I'm almost dreading it. But uh, So most of today's show dedicated to uh, rock star, actor, musician, writer, entrepreneur, artist, uh, David Bowie. Rest in peace, and this podcast is for you, David this is the Harland Highway! Where am I? What is this, some kind of a joke or something? Welcome to the Harland Highway. What you talking about, Will? Son, you got a panty on your head. Shut up and sit down, you big bald fuck. Oh, God, what's happening here? What's happening? Hey, Harland, it's Shelly. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. That is fantastic. What's wrong with everybody in this crazy place? The Harland Highway. What is it? The opening. To what? To another dimension. This is Harland Williams. You're a bad man. You're a very bad man. That is fantastic. Oh wow! What a song! What a what a what a man! What a legacy! What brilliance! Yes, a little tribute to David Bowie here. Uh, just uh, literally just a little over a week since he passed away. Um, and uh, maybe maybe a week and a half, maybe two weeks. But he just as you, if you haven't heard the news, I don't know what planet you're living on. But uh, David Bowie passed away. I don't know how meaningful he was to you, how much he impacted your life, but uh, he's one of these musicians that, you know, meant a lot to me. He was part of, uh, you know, he was kind of there with me as I grew up. Uh, From the very first song of his I heard, which was Space Oddity, uh, when I was a little tiny boy, probably still, uh, you know, under 10 years old when I heard uh, Space Oddity. One of my older sisters picked up the 45 and used to listen to it, and so I got turned on to Bowie at a very young age, and then, you know, as I grew up, he grew up, and as I carried on with my life, he carried on with his life and and continued to produce uh, incredible uh, music, original music, innovative music, artistic music, he could create commercial music. He could create obscure music. Uh, here's a guy that dabbled in acting. Here's a guy that dabbled in, uh, you know, writing. Here's a guy that dabbled in producing. 
here's a guy that did all kinds of things and uh you know he was in uh he was in uh that movie the labyrinth i think it was kind of a like a jim henson type uh, movie all right we can hit hit the music rog while i kind of reminisce here turn it down uh, thank you, and uh, and uh, he was in the labyrinth. He was in all kind of Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence, which was kind of an intense war movie. Um, he was he was in a whole bunch of uh, crazy movies. I think there was like kind of like a semi horror movie in this in the seventies or early eighties called The Hunger. Uh, so he did a, a lot of stuff. But but more than anything, his his music was uh, what he'll be remembered for, and uh, his his sense of style, which changed uh, often. Uh, he was a chameleon, you know. And in the '80s, he had one look. In the '70s, he had another look. In the '60s, he had another look. In the '90s, he had a, you know a whole different look. Always changing, keeping people uh, guessing. And he was one of these uh, musicians who quite early on really pushed the boundaries of rock and roll and, and the theatrics of rock and roll and the art of rock and roll. You know, he created a, an alt, alter uh, ego, a different personality named Ziggy Stardust, and he had his crazy red hair, and he kind of sometimes dressed like a woman, and he wore makeup, and uh, you know, it was just, uh, it was just uh, pretty, pretty wild. And so he was one of the early, early pioneers of rock and roll who, who kind of came onto the scene, and and his, I think, his influence and his, uh, his style uh have touched many many other uh musicians and artists as they've uh, grown up and uh pursued their art their uh their artistic uh pursuits so uh real uh real incredible guy and uh you know like i said he was part of my life i used to i used to listen to him on my walkman I used to, uh, you know, I'd walk home from college uh, through the woods and down the roads and through the trails, and I'd be listening to David Bowie. I'd listen to that his album Scary Monsters, and uh, and then when I was a kid, I'd listen to the David Bowie's greatest hits with the you know Young American and Space Odyssey and Fame and uh, all, all those uh, those great songs that he wrote, and I remember. My mom and dad used to throw, you know, I grew up in Canada and they'd throw me out on the driveway in the middle of the night during snowstorms so that I would, uh, you know, they'd make me shovel the snow. They'd make me shovel the snow off the driveway. I mean, who are these guys? Uh, <laughs> they, you know, they, my dad didn't want to drive out in the morning and go through snow and end up potentially get stuck. So they, he'd send me out like 11 o'clock at night. Here's little old Harland, you know, uh, dressed up in his snow clothes. We had a big, long driveway, and I'd shovel this damn driveway, and I'd put my Walkman on and listen to David Bowie. I remember clearly listening to his music out in the snow and, you know, walking and riding the bus and and uh, singing. At night, I would put, uh, I'd put Space Odyssey on and... And I would, uh, I would, uh, you know, pretend to play the guitar, and I'd sing it at the top of my lungs along to the record. 
and my two little sisters who were in the bedroom next to me, what, what, they literally, I do it so much that they'd literally fall asleep even when I had the music on full blast because they'd get so tired and they'd, they'd get so used to me wailing that they'd just fall asleep. Like my, my volume switch on my stereo went up to 10. I think I'd have it at a 9. And I'd just be singing this song and... and, and uh, I'm actually going to play as a little tribute to David Bowie uh, in a second here. Uh, I'll tell you a little story about Bowie, and uh, and uh, I'm going to sing a little uh, a little ditty as kind of a remembrance to David Bowie. But before I go, just the other night, me and a whole group of friends went down into L.A. here, and they had uh, David Bowie tribute night. And uh, we went to a couple. It was like a multi-leveled uh like disco nightclub type of thing, and they had DJ spinning, and they had old movie, you know, they had uh, movies up on the screen, and images of Bowie, and concert, and you know, a lot of the girls and guys were dressed like Bowie all the way from his Let's Dance days, where he's kind of wore, you know, a fancy suits and modern clothing, to back in his Ziggy Stardust days with the lightning bolt painted across his face, and. It was really cool, man, and and it's one of those things. Bowie's the kind of artist that put out so much good music over the decades. You kind of forget how much he put out until you hear it all played back to back in one night. And and you know most bands hope to have one or two hit songs in a career. David Bowie must have had two or three dozen hit songs in a in his career. It's just amazing. So. Hats off to uh, David Bowie. In loving memory of David Bowie, I dedicate part of this podcast. I don't know if he touched your life at all, but I'm sure at some point in time you have uh, grooved and listened to the man's work and music. Um, and now this last little bit here, uh, when, when I was also a teenager, me and my cousin Christopher, we used to go out on the weekends and we'd walk from suburban Toronto to downtown Toronto where all the pinball parlors were. That's right, pinball. And uh, we would walk down the street. It was a, probably about a three, four-mile walk, but we would do it, you know, on the hot summer nights. And, and we'd laugh and run and sing. And one of the songs we'd always sing together was uh, David Bowie's Space Oddity. We'd both uh, kind of just harmonize together and sing as we'd walk down the street. And uh, that was a fond memory for me. So um, uh, not too long ago, just about two months ago, I was asked to uh, sing at a show here in Los Angeles called the uh, Best Goddamn Comedy Jam. Please look it up on, on the Internet. It's a great night of entertainment uh, but the premise of the show is uh, comedians go out and do 12 minutes of stand-up, then they tell a little story about a song that meant something to them, and then they sing the song live with a band. They have a live band there, and uh, we sing. And the crowd gets to enjoy comedy and music. Uh, and so I told the story about me and my cousin walking down the street, listening, uh, singing David Bowie's Space Oddity together, and then I broke into song. So it was a little tribute from me to David Bowie, uh, a little remembrance to his great, great work and how much affection I had and admiration I had for him as an artist and an individual. Uh, this is me jamming out to one of his most popular songs, Harlan Williams, uh, laying down 
some space oddity. Rest in peace, you brilliant man, David Bowie. We were buddies. We'd just walk and we'd wear our leather jackets with our Iron Maiden patches on the back. And this was a song. We just liked this song and we'd sing it back and forth to each other. And uh, it's a classic uh, Bowie song. And uh, Oh,
it is. What a crowd. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. We love you, Detroit. Uh, though I've crossed 100,000 miles, I'm feeling very still. Oh, I love it. Can't stop singing it, man. It's infectious. Oh, oh. Um, so there you go, man. I'll, I'll leave it right there. What, what a guy. I hope you enjoyed that, uh, that, that live, uh, rendition. I hope David isn't in, in heaven cringing. He's like, what the hell is that? Oh my God. That's what? Uh, sorry to interrupt. Who's calling? Uh, George Michael, that guy from Wham. Oh no, 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 no. I don't want, I don't want to talk to that guy. My God. No. What does he want? I, sh I don't know. Oh, look, I'm, I'm busy. T d don't put him through. Oh, come on, Roger. No, 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 no. God. Hello? Hello? I said hello. How are you today? Oh, God. Have you been drinking? Uh, uh, what? Uh, have you been eating? What do you mean, have I been eating? Uh, yes, really. If I've been drinking, so I ask you, have you been eating? Oh, my God. And what, what, what are you going to do if you ask me if, I, if I've been pissing, I'll ask you if you've been shitting. All right, knock it off. Right out of the gate, you're inappropriate. Well, look at you, Mr. Hawaiian Mighty A. Arlen, standing up there in your ivory tower, looking down on all us peasants, eh? Just because you got a fucking podcast, eh? Stop swearing! Fuck shit! Fuck shit! Pussy fucking shit fuck! Stop it! Now knock off the foul language. Can I say something, Harlan? What? Shit fuck, pussy shit fuck, cunt fuck. Stop it! Why are you phoning here? Well, you know one of my best friends died lately and I heard you were doing a show about David Bowie. D who? David Bowie, Arlen. David Bowie? Oh, lordy, look at you. What'd you go to an old boys boarding school, Arlen? Yeah, actually, I did. You think I could get the address? It sounds delicious. Knock it off! What was the name of your old boys boarding school, Arlen? Why? Oh, I don't know, Arlen. I guess a man gets hungry now and then, doesn't he? Stop it! You're being creepy! Shit! Fuck! Cunt! Fuck! Shit! Fuck! Piss! Shit! Fuck! Stop swearing! I should see if you were still there, Arlen. It got a, little, got a little quiet there for a minute. What do you want? Well, I see you've done a whole fucking podcast on David Bowie. Bowie! 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 Stuck. So what if I did a whole segment on David Bowie? 
Well, maybe you'd like to do a segment on me, Alan. And why would I want to do a segment on you, George? It's George Michael. My whole name, Alan, is George Michael. Don't you say half of it. That's like if you go on a fucking airplane on American Airlines, you don't say, oh, I'm flying on American. Well, you... Actually, I do say that. Up your shit fuck, pussy shit fuck cunt. Stop! Stop your swearing or I'm hanging up. Speaking of hanging, Alan, I noticed you didn't do a tribute to David Bowie until he passed away, eh? So? Well, maybe I'm standing here in my London flat with a rope around my neck, and you say hanging up. And I'm about to hang myself. Why are you standing in your London flat with a rope around your neck? Well, if that's what I gotta do to get my own segment on the All in Highway podcast in the United States of America. What? The United States of America. The United States of America? That's right, Arlen. Lucky you got the fucking cucumbers out your ears, eh? Surprise it's not one of the penises from your old boy's boarding school. And what was the address of that again? Stop asking me the address for the old boy's boarding school. Could you just give me the first name of it? Stop it! Now, you're not going to get your own segment on my sh- podcast because you're... Com- You're committing suicide. Well, it sounds like the only way George Michael could get any airtime these days is if he's dead. Well, that's not true. They play your music all the time. Yeah, but they don't say nice things about George Michael until... So if I have to kill myself like David Bowie... David Bowie did not kill himself. He passed away from cancer. Oh, look, look at you bringing the mood down, eh, Arlen? We're talking about cancer. Well, if David Bowie could get cancer, I could get cancer too. In fact, right this very minute, since I'm already hanging up near the rafters, I'm going to go punch my hand through the drywall. Look at the... Oh, just punch... What, what are you doing? I just punched my fist through the drywall, Arlen. Why would you do that? Because I'm in the ceiling and all kinds of asbestos covered with cancer. What? You know asbestos, Arlen. Yes, I know asbestos. It's a highly toxic, toxic material that they used to insulate homes way back in the day. And my flat's very old, Harlan, and it's full of asbestos up in my attic, so now I'm rubbing it all over my... Let me take my clothes off. Don't take your clothes off. Too late, Harlan. I'm standing here with a noose around my neck, completely naked, my tallywhacker hanging out, by the way, all the way to the floor, I might add. Your tallywhacker does not... Hang all the way to the floor. How would you know? Oh, right, I just remembered. You went to an old boys' boarding school, didn't you? Stop it! 
By the way, Holly, do you have the name of that place? Stop asking me the name of the old boys' boarding school. Well, it does sound delicious, Holland. Stop it! What are you doing with the asbestos? I'm rubbing it all over my breasts, Harlan. Oh, it's itchy. I'm going to get cancer clots and blood clots, and I'm going to have a stroke, and I'm going to hang myself so I get my own segment on your fucking podcast. You do not have to die to get your own segment. Well, that's what David Bowie does, isn't it? Oh, oh my goodness. What are you doing? I'm rubbing asbestos, poisonous, cancerous asbestos all over my tallywhacker, Harlan. Stop saying tallywhacker. Piss shit, fuck on tallywhacker. Stop swearing. Oh my goodness, I never knew asbestos was so soft, Harlan. It feels like a pile of pubic hair that I found on the bathroom floor down at the subway station. Stop it! Are you telling me you found a pile of pubic hair in a public restroom at a subway station? And rubbed it all over my tallywhacker just like the asbestos. All right, I'm hanging up if you don't stop it. Well, maybe I'll just jump right now, Alan. No, you won't. Three. Stop counting. Two. Stop it. You're not going to hang yourself. One. Stop it. (coughs) What the hell? (coughs) George? George Michael? Michael? Oh, my God. Roger, I think that... I think we must might have just had a suicide on the air. I did you hear that? It sounded like George Michael just hung himself. Holy shit! Now I, oh my god, poor George Michael. Ah, uh, you fucking with the audience, and you said my old fucking name for the first time. You idiot! Oh my god, look at you! It's like I have to fucking hang myself. To get my name said properly. What's the matter with you, George? Oh, now you're it's George Michael, you son of a bitch. I'm gonna rent a helicopter, get a propeller going as fast as I can, fly it up your ass, and pretend I'm looking around in the Grand Canyon, you fucking son. Stop it! Stop pretending to hang yourself. Stop rubbing asbestos on your naked body, on your. Tallywhacker, and stop asking about the address for your old boys' boarding school, Alan. Stop it! I feel bad that my mate David Bowie passed away, Alan. We all do, but you're making it worse. I'd like to sing one of his songs, if you don't mind. No, I don't think anyone wants that. Uh, put on your red shoes and dance the blues. Stop it. My little China girl, she said, just you shut your mouth. Why don't you shut your mouth, George Michael? And when I get excited, my little chink. What did you just say? I said my little China girl, Arlen. No, you used a racial slander. 
Well, because I said chink. You don't use that term. My little China chink. Stop it. Unbel this is un racist beyond belief. Ruining David Bowie's song. Hang up on him, Roger. I'm not going to have this on the on the show. My little China chink. He said, just you shut. Stop it. Hang up. My damn chink. Hang up. What's the matter with that idiot? You don't use the C word. Saying the, the pardon me, my Asian listeners, friends. This is get him out of here. S saying the C word, pardon me for repeating it. Chink is like s saying the N word. What is wrong, Roger? First of all, he's drunk. He's, what is the matter with that guy? I just did a beautiful tribute to David Bowie, and this guy phones up and totally obliterates it and ruins it. And my, my Asian listeners, and not just my everybody, with, with sensible sensibilities, you know, I apologize for George Michael from Wham using the, the, the C word, and especially my Asian listeners... Please accept uh, my apology. What an idiot. You know, you know what, Roger? I'm going to end the show right here. Because that, that was just, you know, I tried to do a nice little, you know, thing for the David, Bo Bo David Bowie's memory. And this moron comes in and craps all over it using uh, inappropriate racial slurs. Saying his name wrong bastardizing his songs, swearing. I mean, good Lord. My apologies across the board, everyone, that this wonderful, nice tribute had to be ruined by George Michael from Wham. Let's just do the announcements, Roger. I'm too pissed to keep going. Uh, okay, what do we got, ladies and gurgle gargans? Um... If you want to come and see me do my first stand-up uh, comedy tour of the year, 2016, uh, this is where you got to go. Uh, I will be in Tampa, Florida at the Improv. Tampa, Florida, February 3rd through the 6th. That's Wednesday through Saturday. Tampa, Florida Improv. And then the following week, I will be in Orlando, Orlando, Florida at the Improv. Uh, that's going to be Thursday, February 11th to uh, Valentine's Day, the 14th. So come on out and get all romantic with me at the Orlando Improv. Uh, then later in the month, I will be uh, at, uh, at uh, Scottsdale, Arizona at the House of Comedy. That's going to be February 25th through the 28th. Great brand new club out there. High tech club. You got to check it out. And then going into March, uh, March 10th to, uh, to the 13th, the Houston Improv. And here's a, here's a first announcement for this one. Um, there is going to be a great comedy event, a great comedy concert. You can't miss this. It's in April, April uh, 7th to the 9th. It's going to be in Iowa and uh, Illinois. 
Uh, it's called the Comedy Party. Yes, sir, the Comedy Party. It's four amazing comics rolled into one uh, at some beautiful theaters on April 7, 8, and 9. It's me, Polly Shore, Tom Green, and Bobby Lee from Mad TV. Four of us all uh, doing our show together on the same stage in one night, the Comedy Party. Please go to harlandwilliams.com. You can buy your tickets now. Those ones are going to fill up super fast, probably sell out. So please get to uh, get to harlandwilliams.com, and you will see on my stand-up tour link, uh, you will see uh, a special event banner up there, and uh, whatever, whatever uh, venue you click on, it will take you right to the... Uh, the Ticketmaster link where you can uh, reserve your seats. You want to get good seats for that one, man. Polly Shore, Tom Green, Bobby Lee, and me. The Comedy Party, April 7, 8, and 9. I hope we see you there, you guys. It's going to be a blast. And while you're at harlowwilliams.com, check out the store. We have all kinds of crazy merchandise. Um going to be a blast and uh what else can i tell you uh you can write me at the uh, at the website at the the contact link harlandwilliams.com you can send me an email you can call me and leave a voicemail 323-739-4330 that's 323-739-4330 the number is on the website and also don't forget to sign up for the harland highway podcast app so now you can listen to the uh, the the uh, podcast on your phone anytime, anywhere, through your headphones, in your cubicle, riding on the subway, cutting your grass. I'll be right there with you. And uh, don't forget, we have the premium content uh, feature for twenty dollars a year. Yes, that's right. I didn't say a month. They said a year. $20 a year, you can get my extra podcast called Let's Have a Fight, which is a great verbal uh, boxing match between comedians and actors and celebrities. You get special clips from Aunt Ruthie and all my characters. You get all kinds of live stand-up. Uh, it's special stuff just for premium members. So please, uh, please join today. Uh, and that's it. Speaking of today, today is over for me. I am going to uh, move on to the next day and get to work on the next podcast for you guys. By the way, all the money that goes to fr from the premium content does help support all the uh, podcast stuff I do. I don't have sponsors. I don't have other sources of income for it because I don't really like that. So I'd rather get it from people that are passionate about it and are, are you know, want to help contribute to keep it all going. So that's you guys. And uh, I, 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 we have been getting great uh, response with the premium content. Thank you to all you premium members for joining. That means a hell of a lot to me. I appreciate your support. You are the best. You are the breast. Uh, so there you go. Uh, that's it, guys, gals. Lurtle Flirtons and Ganoggle Doggins. Uh, until next time, this is Harlan Williams and Chicken Chow Mein, baby! Shit, fuck, pussy, shit, fuck, cunt, fuck.